This is the last of three episodes of Ann Arbor Stories that were produced for the AADL Summer Game. This series of stories is intended for younger audiences, though perhaps heists and shaky jake and a history of poop aren't the most kid-friendly topics off the shelf. But we're talking to Ann Arbor kids. They can deal, right? These Summer Game podcasts have clues embedded in them that, when entered into the Summer Game site, earn players points, badges, and respect in dojos across the land. Listen for special sound effects within each episode, signaling answers to that podcast's clues. You don't need to play the game, but why not check out the AADL Summer Game at play.aadl.org if you're curious and want to learn more. So, dramatic pause. For the final installment in our Summer Game series, Brian, let's play the people something a little poopy. I mean, peppy. I meant peppy. This is Ann Arbor Stories. I'm Rich Reddy. For you, the immature listener out there, snickering Samanthas and chortling Charlottes and guffawing Gracies, let's get this out of the way so those mature enough to enjoy the majesty and history of this episode can have a nice 8-12 to 12 minute experience. Here we go. Poop. Poop. Farts. Toilets. Poop. Toilets with poop in them. Poop on top of poop. Poop from the 1800s. Farts from the 1950s. Toilet poops. Toilets. Toilet, toilet, poopy, poop, 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 fart. Poop. In the late 1800s, two University of Michigan medical school professors championed a new and more sanitary place to go number two. I guess number one as well. The invention was called the Earth Closet. They didn't create it, the Earth Closet was patented in England years earlier and brought to the United States as a way to solve the ongoing issue of poor sanitation as it related to human waste. Current ways of doing your business left a lot to be desired. Don't worry, we'll get into that in great detail soon. The Earth Closet wasn't perfect, but at least it was a step in the right direction. It looked like a big wood box with a metal hopper attached to the top. A hole was cut into the box, the perfect size for a human butt. A big pail was placed hungrily below the hole, and the hopper was filled with regular old-fashioned dirt. When you turned a handle, dirt dropped down on top of whatever you deposited into the pail, covering your gross, disgusting, gross, dirty shame. The pail was emptied every few uses, generally in and around the family garden or in a compost pile. Don't judge your ancestors. They were doing the best they could. The earth closet, basically a composting toilet, improved bathroom odor and prevented contamination of waterways, which were frequently contaminated with you don't even want to know what. And this new earth closet could be used inside the home, so you didn't have to walk outdoors in the freezing cold or risk being eaten by a wolf just because Taco Tuesday wasn't agreeing with you at 12.30 a.m. Poor sanitation related to bathroom waste isn't really funny. Throughout history, millions have died from cholera, dysentery, and typhoid fever thanks to contaminated homes, soil, waterways, and big gross piles of grossness where flies and other airborne beasties picked up contaminants and then they landed on your face or your bagel. I'm gonna be sick. 
For a very long time, most people dug pits near their homes and squatted over them. Many used a communal pot for indoors, which they do their business in, and then chuck it into the woods or something. I don't know, I wasn't there. Affluent classes had more options when it came to primitive toilets. Like in medieval times, when powerful people with castles could visit a garderobe, which was a protruding room off the corner of the castle, usually suspended over a moat or an unoccupied area below the castle walls. They would um, make, and that stuff would fall into the moat or run down the sides of the castle. And then those moats and walls would be super gross if an invading army decided to get invadey someday. The Romans were a little better, creating communal toilets in public spaces with long, bench-like seats that people could sit on, do their dookies, and talk about politics or whatever Romans talked about back then. Every once in a while, an attendant would flush the area under the benches with water, letting the mess run down a little channel and outside, and usually down the street, which confirms the saying that poop rolls downhill. You've heard of chamber pots, right? People used those. Pots in their chambers. Pots full of used pot roast. Yum. Then they'd chuck them into the street or dump them into some river like an animal. What was wrong with us? Then we get to the late 1800s and Ann Arbor and the Earth Closet and these two University of Michigan medical professionals trying to save us from ourselves. At this point, most people in Ann Arbor either had outhouses or primitive indoor toilets connected to these things called privy vaults. I like to think of vaults holding good things, like gold or secret documents. Not these vaults. Gosh, no. It didn't matter if you were rich or poor or a gross animal or a really nice person with a decent family, maybe a career, a really nice starched white shirt collection. It was basically outhouse or privy vault. Then the earth closet. So much better. Not the best, I said better. These men from Michigan helped establish the first and last earth closet factory in the state of Michigan, setting up shop in Muskegon. They promoted earth closets like crazy. They were cheaper than the alternatives and more sanitary, but still kind of gross. And people complained about having to fill the earth hopper all the time, and it was so much easier to chuck their poop into the woods and call it a day. In 1893, Ann Arbor started installing its first municipal sewer system. Those old privy vaults were sealed shut, and this newish thing called the water closet, an early version of the flush toilet, was introduced. And people liked it. And disease rates fell. And the earth closet factory switched to making piano stools and other non-earth closet related things. But you won't get off that easy, listener. Our tale of poop and prejudice can't conclude without the story of Ann Arbor's very first flush toilet. The President's House at the University of Michigan is the oldest building on UM's campus. Completed in 1840, it was constructed with a tasteful two-story floor plan with two rooms opening off each side. Each room had a fireplace, had a nice tin roof, it's unclear if they had fancy outhouses stocked with the latest and greatest periodicals of the time, or an equally fancy privy vault for presidential poop. But a water closet it lacked, because the water closet hadn't been invented yet. They added gas lighting in 1856 and a kitchen in 1863, and just threw a third floor on there because it's the president's house and voila. And around 1869, 
a little bit before the town was bombarded with ads for earth closets, the university began negotiations with the then president of the University of Vermont. This man would become the third president of U of M, a man named James Angel. Mr. Angel and his family had lived a comfortable life up to this point, and it wasn't much of him to ask that the University of Michigan provide him and his kin with a suitable work and living environment before he signed on the dotted line and made the trip to Ann Arbor. Angel wanted a little more money. He wanted new wallpaper and a dining room and a furnace and a water closet. He explicitly asked for a water closet and that water closet would help bring the Angels to Ann Arbor and put President Angel in that house for 39 years where through all the ongoing growth of the university, through its amazing progress in art, science, literature, and medicine, through it all, President Angel did his sweet, sweet dookies on the site of Ann Arbor's first, not disgusting, but still probably kind of gross flush toilet. We can hope President Angel got a new water closet every decade or so, maybe a new model when a new model was invented. But I like to picture him pantaloons around his ankles, reading the Michigan Daily, sitting on the same water closet that was hooked up to the president's house in 1871, just scrunching up his face and gritting his teeth and going to town. Poopy poop, dookie dookie poopy poop. <laughs> this is so stupid. Ann Arbor Stories is embarrassingly presented by Rumblepack Media in partner with, shockingly, the Ann Arbor District Life. This episode was poorly written and poorly read by me, Rich Reddy. I take full responsibility for this terrible brand of potty humor. Recording and sound production by the innocent and noble Brian Peters. Thanks, as always, to the Ann Arbor District Library and, in particular, the amazing members of the archive staff who may or may not want to be called out individually after this debacle. Don't forget to check out the AADL Summer Game at play.aadl.org and keep an ear out for the next episode of Ann Arbor Stories, which will have 200% less poo-related content. Please follow us on Twitter at Ann Arbor Stories or drop us a line at annarborstories at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you thought of this or any of the previous episodes. Thanks again for listening and happy gaming.